Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, today, today. Today we're getting some closure. I don't want closure. Okay, today we are doing our part two of The Defenders. And goodness knows why we jam them all together in one episode. (laughs) Is beyond me, but we're doing it, and I'm not ready. <laughs> it's uh, if anybody's wondering, it's six seasons of shows that we're going to be talking about in one podcast. <laughs> Shit, you're right. Oh my gosh! And some of these came out literally years ago, and I've <laughs> yeah, years ago. <laughs> and some came out a lot more recently, which I've been. Spending these last couple months trying very hard to forget, and now uh-huh. you're asking me to recall them right here, right before your eyes. Um, here we fucking go. So we're start, and, and and honestly, we're just doing this out to round it out because, as we know, um, Netflix is no longer going to be producing these Marvel television shows, so they're done now. Like this is it; it's over for our characters, and I don't think that the Disney streaming platform is going to pick them up the way that they are so i think that i think it's over it still says jessica jones season three on here as if hmm. it, as if it might happen because what it was canceled though right they all got canceled yes so whether or not they get uh redone or whatever picked up on the disney streaming service is beyond us no clue um, would I like to see them all again? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Daredevil if if they could if they could keep. But I don't know. I I, okay. I think I think Daredevil's good. <laughs> to just, it to is just... uh, okay. So okay. So we're gonna start with um something that came out right after the Defenders show, and obviously we you know how we feel about the Defenders show. We did not like it that much. Um, but what came out after that was the Punisher. Um, season and they one. gave him his, his, yes, season one, and they gave him his own series after he made such an impact in season two of Daredevil, and I was really excited about the show, and the first season is amazing. Yes, this is definitely probably the the best iteration, I think, even, even ahead of Daredevil. Like, first, se- first season of Daredevil is so good. And, yeah. and, and we'll get, we talked about season two and we'll get to season three, but the Punisher season one is so good and well-rounded to where mm-hmm. it, it is just so good standalone. Like you do not need to watch season two. We'll get to that later, but it's just, it was such a great story and such great, just like everything, chore- uh, action, choreography, uh, screen, screenplay, like, and all the outside characters were so good too. Like they're yeah, it's beautiful. It was beautiful. 
You uh, did you rewatched it right before you watched the second season? I did, so it is fairly yeah. fresh in my mind because I yeah I did rewatch it before I started season, and two. it was just as good the second time around. Oh, even better! <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't That's seen it for great. a second time, a ten out of ten would recommend. Watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is good. So we get like Frank Castle um as he's grip like grappling with his um the death of his family and his PTSD from being in the war and being forced to do things um, that were like part of a secret project, I guess. That's that's the idea. Um, and then they know things that they shouldn't know. Yes, they were. Because uh, does, does season one take place before like Daredevil season two or is it like right after that? No, it was after. It was after. Okay, so had it been... Yeah, because he knows, he's, like, good friends with, uh, with, um, not Jessica, uh, Karen. Oh, like, Karen, he, that's right. That's yeah, right. so yes. Karen is a major part in the first season of Punisher, which is why it's one of, like, it's really good. Yes, right, yes, yes, it, yeah. And, um, and so how, I'm guessing, did, did his, did his family just die in... Daredevil season two, so it this so this isn't very far off of that, so it's still fairly. I recent. think so, I think so, yeah, because he was going after everyone. Um, yeah, he definitely was going after everyone in Daredevil, um, or going after bad guys in Daredevil season two, and yeah, then I think just bad guys. Yeah, um, but he, you know, he's like I loved it in in season two because he was like kind of a villain at first, and then he turns into somebody you really like. So it's kind of interesting because he he read that line and then he had his own series and then you're like totally on his side during his own series. Well, yeah, yeah. Like you said, he starts off as a villain and then you start to empathize for him and then you kind of start season one of Punisher empathizing for him as well because it's just off of Daredevil. And mm-hmm. uh, and you understand everything that's happened to him and like how he's coping with everything. But, you know, there's still that mindset there and you still... You still know that Frank's really not all together in the head. Like, he still has a very set way of seeing things and how things should be done, and that may mm-hmm. not always be the right thing. And so it's really great seeing him bounce off of the other characters that are thrown at him, like Dina Madani. She was such a great character. Um mm-hmm. With, like, her obsession with finding corruption and, you know, doing the right thing and, and doing it the right way. Um, yeah, I really like her. She's awesome. She's super great in season one. And uh, I really like her and Billy's dynamic where, you know, she's kind of using him, but he's also, like, I mean, he's not, he wasn't really using, I mean, he he was using her because, you know, he wanted someone to have sex with. But, um, but like, she was really trying to use him, and then it all, like, got just thrown out of whack, and, and like... And how he ended up, like, scarring her, basically, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the very and, end, yeah, when he shoots her in end. the head. Yeah. 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 Billy ends up being the one who, uh, turns out that he had made the calls to kill Frank and his family, basically. He, like, right. gave up Frank's location or something, and they killed Frank's family, um, based on what Billy said. So he had to live with that as well. Um, and that's why Frank is really, really mad at the end. But there's also, I mean, there's also, like, other stuff going on with, like, 
Madani's trying to find out, and we've got this whole situation with Micro as well, who also had to go into hiding. Yeah, which is uh, David Lieberman. Um, yeah, he had sent, like, the video from the uh, interrogation room that Frank and his uh, squad were in when they were interrogating yeah. this innocent man and, and eventually killing him. And mm-hmm. so David Lieberman sends the the video to Madani, and that's where she kind of starts the, the case. She opens it. And yeah. She's trying to find all the dirt bags, and it's really cool kind of seeing how people, like, uh, scoot around each other, like, you know, you're close to catching someone, but then they get away, and then, mm-hmm, and kind of, mm-hmm. I felt like they, they really did a good job kind of keeping the central story, but then really tying in these characters around, like, these little side stories, like, um, what's his name? St- I think his name's Stuart, or, or, what's the kid's name? Lewis. The, the kid who oh. who does the bomb threat. Uh, who, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't even remember. <laughs> who's... Yeah, this is very fresh in my mind. I'm actually surprised. Um, yeah. And uh, who's who's been going to the therapy sessions with uh, led by Curtis, who... Yeah, he's, he's the other, like, guy with PTSD, right? Yes, and he's not yes, handling yes. it well, and he's right. like, you know, he's, he's yeah. digging trenches in his backyard, he's mm-hmm. like, he's not sleeping well because he only knows how to sleep on the ground, and, you yeah, know, he, yeah. uh, so he's, he's not, he's not going through a good time, and he's definitely not, it's not helping him getting these, like, poisonous thoughts and ideas in his head from the other guy who's going to therapy, who, in fact, didn't mm-hmm. actually go to war at all, he, like, right, he, right. he, like, he, like, went there, got injured, and got sent back or something, like, he didn't even do anything. Um, yeah, yeah. So we've got we've got some bad guys coming from uh, different angles. We've got like yeah, like the kid bad guy who definitely is a real threat. Um, who's that actor? I, I he's from um, that show I watched recently. Um, not recently, a, a while back. Is that one? Oh, dirt about. Or, yeah, he's from the dirt. He's from the movie The Dirt. But he yeah. was in. He played um, Lee Harvey Oswald in. Um, that show eleven twenty seven sixty one or whatever, like or whatever the that show on Hulu where um James Franco is goes back in time to try to stop um the Kennedy assassination, yeah. and he plays Lee Harvey Oswald and he is amazing, like really, truly, like yes, this guy. I mean, he is in a lot of things. Um, I think his name is Daniel oh, Weber. Yes. Yeah. And he is, like, so great. And I, I really liked having him in this show as well, um, after seeing him in Lee Har- as Lee Harvey Oswald. And now I see him in other things, but I'm telling you, it's it, he is going to be in something where he, like the Lee Harvey Oswald, where he is going to get noticed because he's an amazing actor. Cool. Yeah. I want to, I want to watch, I want to watch that show now and see him in it as a uh, Lee Harvey yeah, eleven twenty two sixty three. That's that's what it is. Um, definitely watch it. I recommend it. It's a great mini series. Awesome. You said it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Awesome. All right, I'm gonna check that out. Um, so yeah, again, like seeing all these threats that Frank have to de- has to deal with on all sides, like just from um, from Billy, who of course he doesn't find out till the very end. But you know who's who's uh, in charge of Billy, who's above Billy, like trying to get to him. Um, mm-hmm. Billy and, has like his own company too, so he's like in suits the whole time. 
Right. It's, uh, what's it called? Like, armor or something? Or, uh, what's, uh, I don't remember. Anvil. Anvil. It's Anvil. <laughs> nice, Emily. I, I'm trying. My, my gears are just going right now. I am, like, just recalling it all. Um, yeah, so throughout all this, like, we also have Frank trying to grapple with the death of his family, and, um... Also getting closer to Karen, which is a very big highlight of the series as well. Um, yeah. The- <laughs> we've, we've been very big, uh, Frank, uh, was it, uh, how, how do we, what's their, <laughs> uh, their ship name, what's their ship name? Cr- crank? <laughs> I know, I was gonna say that, I was like, that's dumb. Um. Yeah, it's better than Farron. Or, uh, or Passel. Ugh, this Passel. is bad. <laughs> that just, is so bad. Go by Latin. Dang it! Why are none of these good? Can, uh, can, how about if they're bad? How how about Castle, but with K A? That's much better. That's Castle. Em- Emily, you found it. You found. Thank it. you. Thank you. Yeah. Get it going. Start the tweets. It's too late now, but just do it anyway. Hashtag Castle. Hashtag Castle. Um, okay. Okay. And so, so that that's always very, uh, very nice to see, cause uh, I I really like their relationship, and you know, I, I, I kind of wanted them to, to get together at some point. You know, I was kind of hoping for that in another yeah. season, but we'll get to that later. Um, <sighs> but there's they. Oh my god, they have that. I watched this scene like three times. They have this amazing moment in the elevator. Um, that is like in the the area with it like it's gonna get bombed and they go in the elevator and he has to escape and before he he escapes he's like all bloodied and he had just saved her life or something and he like leans in to her and they, they have like a serious moment they're like gonna kiss and it it's so beautiful and then of course they don't kiss nope 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 of course they, ha- they couldn't that's, give it to us that's how they get you that's how they get you and so then, of course, like, yeah, now I'm a Frank and Karen shipper, and we have to go through uh, Daredevil Season 3 knowing that. Alessandra, please, please use the new ship name that we have assigned. Thank you. <laughs> okay, excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, they're, they're very cute, and uh, they, by the end of the first season, they definitely leave you wanting more. Okay, so what's the next one? Then we got Jessica Jones, right? Season two. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's let's. That's I think that's what what it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, we we're trying to go chronologically. We believe we have it in the right order, but it is very possible that we do not. Well, I mean, okay. So I think I feel like it is because. In 2017, in November, was when um, the first season of The Punisher was released. And then we got season two of Jessica Jones in March of 2018. So I feel like that is the next one. Uh, yeah, because Punisher was in 2017. Jessica Jones it says season two. Uh, March 2018. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. March 2018. Um. So... This season wasn't as good as the first season, which kind of was sad. Uh, Way too long, way too many episodes for for not enough plot uh, to cover those episodes for sure. 
Yeah, and especially when comparing it to season one where you kind of had just like a set... You had like a, a set story that was fairly small and very, very close-knit, so it really didn't branch out all that much. Like you kind of brought in some outside characters, you know, uh... Oh, what's his name? What's this guy's name? The cute one. Malcolm. You know? Yes, Malcolm. Man, he's so cute. Malcolm and and Luke Cage and, you know, mm. uh, David Tennant. Like, it's still, it was all still very close-knit. It was not, it didn't branch out very much. Now, the second season went a lot haywire with all the stories they were trying to incorporate. And then, you know, it started off kind of being... I don't know. I, th I think that the season started by not really being about Jessica's mom and her past and stuff. It was kind of like dealing with something else. Like, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I remember a lot of flashbacks for, for Trish that I hated. I hated Trish yeah. in season two. I yeah, could she, not stand her. She was like on drugs. Like she was trying to do drugs that would make her stronger. Yeah, um, she found she found those things that that guy was using. Remember the the. I think I think yeah. At the end of season one, she used that those that guy's uh, uh syringes, his like his like shots uh -huh, to help yeah. to help Jessica Jones in the end. And then yeah. she kind of she still had them in the second season, and she was she of course wanted to be a superhero. She she tries to mm -hmm. she tries to bring out baddies and tries to uh to put people behind bars through her show Trish Talk. Yeah. But yeah. know, it was never good enough. She never felt like she was doing good, and then she kind of goes on this like addictive, like very obsessive just rant of wanting to be a superhero and wanting to be Jessica, basically. Yeah, totally. And it's it just and then they get, like don't talk for a long time, so we like don't get like that sisterly love that we got in the first season. Yeah, because it kind of because it's interesting how in the first season. Trish had it all kind of together, but then in the second one, we kind of see where Trish came from and kind of how, you know, Jessica had to save her from her own mother because her mother was basically pushing her down this path of, like, uh, like throwing up to stay skinny and then, you know, taking mm -hmm. pills so that she, like, doing drugs so that she's not hungry and, like, you know, yeah. really getting that, like, pop star, I guess, life and you and we yeah. see a lot of that in, and we in got her. a lot of that yeah yeah <laughs> i'm just like starting to remember how like unhealthy her lifestyle was um and how like jessica was there as well and like kind of pulled her out of it eventually yeah we had we had like short hair jessica like running around being like a grunge chick with like her her old flame who died remember by her mom yeah her mom like he killed yeah. her old relationship. Remember that? Yes, I do. That was horrible. It, yeah. And then, so I so, mean, and, Jessica found him like dead in the in the alleyway, like, and like the mother like crushed him to death or something. Yeah, or something like that. And so it's it's really weird the whole dynamic of what happened with Jessica and her mom because you know she kind of went on a search to find just the just the medical company that did this to her, but then ends up finding her mom and then finding out what her mom has done because she can't control her anger. She has, like, anger management issues. And, oh, yeah. And she's and, just and as she powerful as Jessica. Yeah. yeah. If not possible... Well, is she a bit more powerful? No. Maybe not. Maybe no. She's just, like, has more anger, so... 
Um, she did, and then then like she like, did she remember? She remembered, right? And then, but she didn't like have hair. That's right. She didn't have hair. She would wear a wig, and she was like sleeping with her doctor guy because you know yeah. he, was, he was taking care of her. And, yeah. And I, I, be, I believe they cared for each other, though. I yeah, believe... but then Jessica is like she he finds she finds him and in turn finds her mother. Um, yeah, it was a lot of flashbacks, which you know, personally, I just don't think that's the best way to tell a story is through flashbacks all the time. No, and not really like cohesively talking about all these stories because then even for a second, Jessica briefly meets a couple other people that had been. Uh, experimented on at the medical yeah. facility, and then she like meets yeah. them for like two seconds, and then they don't come back <laughs> to the story ever again. I what happens with Jerry? Doesn't Jerry like keep somebody in her apartment? She like she like her her plot also was bad because she like got Did into some really someone? bad shit. Or- no, she like um she slept with somebody. Or something. Did, and did she, she was... finally get a divorce or something from her from her other wife? Yeah, she, she but was that able wasn't... to do that, right? Or no, because she died. Yeah. No, wait. No. No. Something. Jerry was like, Jerry's like involved with with uh, with helping Jessica. Like, so she kept one of the people in her house, and then um, some like she broke out or something like that and stole all of her stuff. Yeah, like, Are, all the uh, Jerry Hogarth stuff. <laughs> I do not remember any of that. I, I, you you describing that makes me think of kind kind of what happens in season two of Punisher. But no, I, I do remember... Oh, that's right. No, no, no. Okay. This is what happened. What happens? What it's happened? Coming, I forgot. It's, <laughs> it's coming back to me all the time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, tell me, please. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. So, I think one of the nurses or something that worked with the doctor to kind of contain Jessica's mom. Yes. Like, like got got hurt or something. Or, or just one of the nurses in the medical facility was still alive. But, yes. And, and, and she'd gotten, like, she'd, she'd gotten her back, like, horribly, like, torn up. And so they, like, they, like, mended her and then just, like, threw her out. And she was, like, addicted to drugs or something. And yeah, so she was, yeah, she's, yeah, like, yeah. out on the street. And so Jessica yeah. finds her and wants her to, like, testify or something or to tell her mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah. And and so she has Jerry keep her in her apartment. And, yeah, she kind of, like, steals some stuff. And she, does she, like, hit on Jerry or something? Like, I don't know. There's, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, whole... yeah. She sleeps with Jerry. She, she does. Right? That, she sleeps with Jerry. That, yeah, that happens. <laughs> and, then she, and then she, like, steals some stuff and goes and pawns it, like, at the pawn shop. And then yeah. Jerry, Jerry's, like, fucking pissed. Jerry's mad, right? Yeah. The, but, like, there's other stuff that Jerry's into. Like, I can't remember what it is. She, like, she like has a bunch of, like, prostitutes come over, and she and she's, like, sleeping with a yes. bunch of prostitutes. Like, like she's just doing she's just I doing do remember stuff. that. Yeah. She's just, yeah. She's just living, got, man. She's just living. Not going down a good path, just like, you know, just like um, Trish. Like, they're going down bad paths, and... Um, then we have the entire situation with Malcolm, who just wants to be a good, like, 
partner to Jessica, and she's not letting him. And um, he... What, what happens with him? Oh, then there's the whole guy that lives with her, like the the tenant, like the um the landlord of her or the super Oscar. that she's sleeping with, right? Oscar, isn't that yeah, his name? The, yeah, like for cool. some reason she starts sleeping with him, which makes like no sense. But but I liked them though. I liked them a lot. Like their their little relationship was like pretty damn cute. I'm sorry. And then they have I, sex I, on, on the painting. Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> Just, I can only remember who sleeps with other people. It was, it was so random and out of place, but it was like the only thing that I really liked in the show. Like, I was like, all right, Oscar's, Oscar's really attractive. His son's adorable. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I didn't really care for him. I, I, <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I didn't it. even like Malcolm this season. Like, because all Malcolm did was just was just complain about about how useless he is, and then he sleeps with Trish. Like yes, he does. I was gonna say, doesn't he sleep with someone? It was just all he fucked slept up. With Trish, <laughs> he oh, did well because God. Trish was like using him or something. Like I don't know. Ugh, it was just so everyone bad. was just using everyone, and it was just all. <sighs> Stupid, and 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 I think the reason why I clung to Oscar and Jessica was because it was the only thing that felt real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So Jessica's plot with her mother is is ridiculous. We we get this kind of closure where the mom comes to see her, but we still have like three more episodes left. So I really don't know. Like I remember thinking, like, how is this show gonna continue? Um, and then Jessica like forgives her mother for like the crap that she's done. And she's like, I love you, mom. And then they go to the, like, and then they're on the run because everybody knows that her mother is bad and it's killed many people. And um, the very end is when they go up in the, um, in the Wonder Wheel, um, in the, what is it called? The, uh, what's the giant, the giant wheel that's, that you sit on and it goes around. Uh, a Ferris wheel? A Ferris wheel. They okay. go on the Ferris wheel, and then she's like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice myself, and she stands up and gets shot, like, immediately. Remember, like, they have a heart-to-heart, and... Her mom does? Yeah, her mom, like, sacrifices herself, and, like, it kills her, like, basically gets killed. Oh, man, and, and... I do not... I For some reason, I, I was reading the little <laughs> summaries on IMDb for each episode to kind of, like get get back into the swing of things and the last episode and i i legit thought that this was real when i was reading this summary i was like oh yeah they definitely did this i thought that they <laughs> yeah it says uh the last episode of season two waking up in unfamiliar surroundings jessica once again finds herself torn between two worlds and facing an impossible choice i thought for some I... reason <sighs> okay wait she she was going to run away with her mom, right? To, like, yeah, someplace yeah, 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 where yeah. they couldn't find her. Okay, so that yeah. part is true. I, I think that's what was going to happen. Um, I guess I thought they did that, but instead no. they were they, they were chased to a Ferris wheel. Yes. And that's when... They drove... Remember they, like, drove in that car, and then there was a car crash, and they had to help the people before along the, the way? Before the, the truck blew up or something, right? Before the... Yeah, like... Uh-huh. Like, this season went way too long. Like, we didn't need any of that crap. No, there was so many storylines that I just did not care to to have or see. 
and it you know and the sad part honestly the sad part was that this season was directed by all women the whole entire season um which is awesome and it should have been better yeah i mean much 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 like a lot of directors a lot of them are just bad they're just bad (laughs) it's hard to be a director dude it's really hard yeah, I, I can't even begin to think of what it takes to direct anything, but uh, I can tell you, I can tell you what's bad. It's <laughs> all I could do. It's really all I could do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so. Yeah, so all in all, season two of Jessica Jones just was very unsatisfying and uh, a bit chaotic and not in a good way. Um, yeah, thanks for summing that up. Um, all right, next one was in June of 2018, and that is the second season of Luke Cage. Oh, yeah. So, um, as you might remember, we were not huge fans of the first season of Luke Cage. We just felt it was a little boring. Boring. It's so boring. Um, So boring. The the villain changes through, like, in the middle of it, and it throws it all off, off course, and it was just chaos. Boring, yeah. cha- boring chaos, really. But, but the second season <laughs> is so good. The second season was a major step up. I will yeah. say, major. It's it's no Punisher, but it was <laughs> yeah. pretty damn good compared to season one. Definitely, um, and it was a li- like much clearer who the bad guys were. Um, we got Bushmaster, who's, like, awesome as fuck, and Mariah is involved with Bushmaster from her past, so we have, like, an awesome set of, everybody hates Mariah because she's awful, she really is the devil, um, but then we got this new, really clearly present bad guy who is not afraid to show off and cut people's heads off and stuff, um, and he's got an awesome accent. Yeah, all for his main mission. So why was he? Why was he going after Mariah again? Did she kill someone that he? Did did he? Like why? Like why? Like why was he going after Mariah? She was part of a family um, that kind of screwed over his family in Jamaica, I believe. Right, and he thought he deserved everything that she had, like the club, yeah, and, yeah. and pretty much everything. Yeah, like, yeah. She he thought that she definitely did not deserve uh, everything that she had. Definitely. And... So we get a lot of Mariah's background in this. Um, her daughter that was basically a daughter that she didn't want um, because she was raped by her uncle. Right. Um, yes. So we get we get these like things that unfold in every episode. Um, and I think it was like really well told and really well stylized this the second season. Yeah, because again, Mariah, you knew that she was related to, what was his name, Cottonmouth? Mm-hmm. Uh, and That was her cousin, yeah. Yeah, that was her cousin, and so they were kind of like working together. He he was help paying for her campaign to help get her into office so she can better the, the community. And she's still, she's still trying to do that in the second season, but definitely with just a lot more force and using mm-hmm. like the the rival uh, factions in the city, right? She goes to like the yeah. She goes all the to that heads lady. of the gangs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of just trying to, she's kind of just trying to uh, manage everyone. She's just trying to be the top. 
Like it, it just mm-hmm. goes to her head and she just gets crazy. She's just, she's lost her, her ideas of bettering the community. And just now she just wants mm-hmm. to be empowered and control everyone and everything. Yeah. And it's, it's a great like transition. We get to see her doing that more. And, um, the, the thing is Luke in this season doesn't really have like a direct villain. It's not like somebody is after Luke, like the first season, um, where with his a, his, his brother back or something yeah Diamond? like Diamondback I think you're right um that was like directly at Luke but in this season um Bushmaster just wants to kill Mariah and everything that has to do with Mariah and doesn't care about Luke Luke's just like um there Luke to defend Harlem yeah. yeah so in that sense Luke has to be put in positions where he has to defend Mariah and he hates Mariah like he doesn't want to have to do that. But no. Bushmaster's going to come and kill her, so he has to do something about it. Well, yeah, Bushmaster's going to kill her, and he wants he wants her direct ties to the rest of the factions that she's kind of currently controlling. Like he wants to end, mm-hmm. he wants to end all of it. Yeah, and and he just wants Harlem to be safe, and because he is a protector. And um, <laughs> and wait, so for like a brief second, wasn't Iron Fist in this season? Yes, he was. Yes, and so was Foggy. Right, Foggy, Foggy was. Yeah, wait, Foggy wait. is his is his um, lawyer. Basically, what did he try to do? Just like get him to open a case or something? Yeah, or- no, he like uh, uh, he kind of is like his manager. Like Foggy gets him like his like gigs. Um, to no, he has to make money. He has to pay somebody back because he uh hurt someone or something, and they're filing a lawsuit against him. And so Foggy comes in, and he's like, okay, well, we can make this money really fast if, you know, you do some press junkets or something, and That's you go right. to some they're parties. Trying, they're trying to settle, because, yeah, someone's trying to sue him. Okay, yeah, okay. I think, I, I don't know what he did, but, like, he did something where he, you know, he didn't really mean to do it, and he ended up, like, hurting somebody or something. Um, so, uh, he had to settle something. Um, so that's why Foggy was involved. But then he goes to some parties, um with, like, other heads of people who end up becoming heads without bodies. Right, yeah. He he basically becomes... He gets, like, hired for entertainment purposes for this guy who, like, is obsessed with him. He has, he has like, his old prison uniform that he somehow got. He's got, like, a piece of yeah. of sheet metal that, that he once punched. Like, it's... it's this, yeah. this guy's a major fan, and he just wants to pay him to, like, be a guest basically entertainment at his party and he knows and Luke's willing to do it because like some important people will be at this party and yeah that guy ends up like his face ends up in like a tank of piranhas right because wasn't his name piranha yeah, so, so yeah does he I get, think it was does he get eaten by piranhas or something I oh, thought he, they just chopped off his head I I don't know and uh, but I, th- I think they had his head like in a tank of piranhas or something oh okay okay um yeah, so Iron Fist is in this. Um, in I don't with, know why. He helps him escape. Like they need to, they need to bring Mariah somewhere. Um, so they go into Danny's, like one of the Rand buildings that was being built. Um, oh. They're trying to hide Mariah from Bushmaster, uh, Mariah uh-huh. and her daughter. So that's, and then we've also got uh, Luke's father in this season, um, which is a nice like you know, call back to the first season a little bit because his father was the one who was at fault for, um, 
basically leaving one of his children in the dust, and that's why he hated Luke. Um, and his father's yes. a pastor, so we get some nice, like, closure with that a little bit. Yeah, and they, they reconnect, and it's very cute, and, you know, they, um... Luke's kind of, like, just trying to protect him, really, because he's kind of just along for the ride a lot of the time. And yeah, he's, yeah. he's just, like, he's... a little side character to... To, to, <laughs> to his own to... show. Yeah. To... <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. It's, side character yeah. to Shades and his uh, gay best friend, you know? <laughs> to what? <laughs> you know, Shades. Sh- shades. Shades. Right, that's what you said. I thought you said Shane. I was like, who the hell is Shane? Oh, yeah. Don't you remember uh... that we find out, because, like, Shades has been sleeping with Mariah, but basically just for, like, uh, to get some, like, more power to be on her good side. And uh, one of his best friends from, like, jail or whatever is, like, there as well, and he's the the snitch for the cops. Yes. And yes. uh, Mariah completely finds out that he's a snitch for the cops and totally kills him. Like, Shades has to kill him. Remember, he, like, executes him, but then the guy, like, shoots Shades as well, so they both die. But not Is- after we find out that they were gay lovers! Really? Yeah! <laughs> I do not remember this. Yeah, remember he was like, remember in jail, man? We were like close, and then he was like, "You're just a warm body to me." I'm just paraphrasing. <laughs> I'm like, um, I don't remember any of this happening. Yeah, I do not remember this conversation. It did, it did happen, and then um, I just, yeah. I just thought they were like just brothers in jail, and they, they, they looked out for no. each other. I don't know, man. No, I, they, I did, I did not catch that at all. They were like partners. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. All right. So, in the end, Luke ends up making deals with all of the heads of the um, the mafias in the city, the the yes. gangs in the city, and that is to keep the peace. Like he has, somebody has to be, because Mariah ends up dying in jail. Um, uh, she gets killed, I think, by her daughter. Right? Yes, I think so. Yes. Her daughter I... kisses her with that, you know, poison lipstick, and then she dies. That's right. She fucking, like, poison ivies it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so so Mar- Mariah is in jail, and she kills people in jail, which is fucking crazy, but okay. Um, do you remember she killed, like, three ladies in jail? Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, they were, like, I, I think, they, they were trying to trap her and, like, kill her because m- maybe they, she put him there or something. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And then. Or, or, or someone on die. the outside's, like, trying to just get her dead on the inside. Like, she takes know. stuff, she takes people down with her. It is, it is crazy. But anyway, so it leaves a power hole in Harlem. And she knew this. Like, she was protecting Harlem on all fronts. She was trying to protect Harlem by bringing money into the city and trying to change the city and opening up all these, you know, things, while also being the head of the um, the gangs in, in Harlem so that the the people from the other boroughs don't encroach on her, right? Um, yes. So 
that is like when you think about it then there's a there's a power vacuum that needs to be filled so luke has to be that now yeah and as much as he doesn't want to he he just does it he kind of he takes over the the club right like that's kind of where his his headquarters kind of establish i guess i don't know yeah that club yeah um also misty uh and so where we see we see her robot arm in action right yes we see it first first... yeah she's having a a hard time um like struggling with her losing her arm from the defenders um and she hangs out with um what's her name colleen in in the bar and colleen like colleen gives her more confidence helps her fight some guys and stuff um because they're yeah, cause best for, buds for now. a bit, she wouldn't take Rand's uh, uh, offer to, to, like, make her this arm. She kind of, like, is just going around, kind of going through physical therapy and just, like, trying to deal with it on her own. But then, like, you see yeah. her fight and she tries to throw, like, like a like a jab and her arm's not there. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. So kind of, like, getting used to things. But then, but then she gets her arm and uh, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. She throws, like, a very good punch with that thing and it's it's awesome oh, yeah. like watching her and cuz do I feel like do her and Colleen have like a little fight together with this one and in the next one? Yeah, they they I think they just have a fight like they have a personal fight in in this one. Um they don't fight each other in in Iron Fist. Well, no, like together, like like someone someone's like uh, harassing them or something and they like beat them oh, up or something. Oh. I, I know they do um, that in in Iron Fist. No, she doesn't really whip it out that much. She only does it once in Iron Fist, uh, season two, so. Okay. But she, she does it in, she, she does. They have, they have, like, a bar fight together. Yeah. Well, she's been hanging out with Colleen, and honestly, her and Colleen have way more chemistry than Colleen and Danny do, so. Oh my god. It's, Fuck uh... yes. <laughs> You're so right. And. <sighs> uh... It's coming. It's coming, Emily. <laughs> I know. Fuck. Is is it is it time to move on? Um, Shades is uh, I I I never liked Shades and Mariah's relationship from the from the beginning. No, I know no, it, it is gross. It's, it's so gross. It's hard to look at, and it's uh, it's 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 revolting. Really, it's uh, <laughs> it's all yeah. in all, not 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 nice to look at. I don't know. Um, and I guess, I think that's, how does it, how does this end? That's right. Just, just Luke, Luke's at Luke, the top. That's yeah. it. Luke's at the that's top. It. That's at the end. So it's a good ending. Also, I would just like to say, uh, major pluses of this show, this season in particular, um, like almost every single episode, there is a, uh, artist of color playing in some kind of, you know, jazz, like, like, we get like a whole song from artists in the neighborhood, um, in, in the club, in other clubs, and they're just featured, like, in every episode. It's amazing. Yeah, I remember the music, the music was really good in the first season, but I remember it being really good in the second season as well. Like, truly, I went and looked up, like, several of the artists just so I could, um, 
like check them out. Like, do you remember that that yeah. really really large guy playing the guitar, like ripping on the guitar? It was amazing. Yes, he was amazing. Oh my god! Like, I we got we got just such amazing singers. So I seriously a plus of the second season was the music and the artists in it. And then what wasn't there a really good like like lady singer too in the second season? Yeah, oh, yeah, so good. So yeah, good. real good. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, uh... Um, all right, speaking of Danny and Colleen's horrible relationship, let's talk about Iron Fist Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't uh, wanna. Alessandra, how, uh, how was it jumping back into this show to finish it? So you, you, yeah, started, so... you started where you left off, right? Like, you just picked it right back up? Yes, I did. Um, I only watched, um, I think, like, I watched six episodes. Um, okay. Out of, and out of how that, many are there? Out of ten. I was, like, so unbelievably happy to find out that there was only ten episodes of this season. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. literally, like, I sat on the couch and I was watching the end and I was like, this isn't the end. This is just, I only, I have three more episodes left. And I literally went out of Netflix and checked the episodes and I was like, it's the last one and i got so excited yeah um, i i'm so proud of you man i uh thanks i mean she fo- I, you forced me to watch the rest i i literally hey, months I, and I months went by all for not recording this at all and you're like no emily we got to record the defenders part two and i was like well girl you got to finish the season <laughs> like what are we gonna do so you you had to finish both punisher and Punisher season two yep. and Iron yeah. Fist season two. You had to finish I did. both of those. I, and I did it within like three days too. I like just sat on the couch. <laughs> well, let that be foreshadowing to you, everybody, because uh, we're going to talk about Punisher season two and Alessandra didn't finish se- Iron Fist season two because she hated it. So, um, foreshadowing. Yes, I hated it. For- um, foreshadowing. I did hate Iron Fist season two. Um, I do have to say I did not hate it as much as season one, though. Like, truly, I, it got better after I stopped. Like, okay, so I stopped watching it and I thought, this is the worst it can possibly get. And then the last four, <laughs> ep- <laughs> the last four episodes were actually not that bad. So I was like, okay, it's it was worse before. It was definitely worse in the first half of the season. And then the second half of the season was... A little bit easier to swallow, I think. <laughs> yes, I will say the second uh, yeah. season was slightly less. It felt slightly less like I was getting pepper sprayed in the face. Like that's all. That's yeah. all I can really say. Like the first, the first season was just so awful. The villain was not very well because again, I think it's it's this multiple villains thing where you have like a, a kind of person that the that the story focuses on, but then there's just a lot of outside things, like, bring, like, also adding to the villainy that they then yeah. have to deal with, and it's just not all brought together clearly at at the end. It's just... With, with the hand, everything was a mess with the hand. You know, Daredevil was a mess with the hand, Iron Fist was a mess with the hand, and then D- Defenders was Defenders just a was complete a shit show. So it, that's why. It was, it was not handled well. Um, ha! Handled well. <laughs> yes. Um, I, had to, I had to really, I had to really push that fake laugh out. Sorry. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Um, that was a good one, though. Yeah, I know. 
Um, so yeah, pretty much anything with the hand was terrible, and, uh, so f- with Iron Fist Season 2, we get, we get a pretty, a pretty nice change of pace with, um, whatever the hell this guy's name is. The Davos. Bald short, the bald short guy, yeah. Davos. Davos. <laughs> this is very fresh in my mind. It, it better be. I'm, I'm gonna have you spearhead all these, uh, these flashbacks, because I'm, I'm trying, <sighs> still trying to block this out of my memory. <laughs> so, oh God, it's just it, it's, okay. So, I'm just gonna say as a blanket that the writing for this show is just awful. I mean, seriously, it's so bad. And not to mention the actors, they're just horrible. Like, truly, the only okay actor in this entire series is is Misty, because um, she is in the second season. Um, quite, quite a bit, I'd say, a, and a, a also good, a, a good amount. Also, Ward is um, one of my favorites, and um, I really like him, and I'm glad that he stuck around a lot more in this season as well. Um, yeah, because again, his story was still really good. I mean, his his story was always very strong with the first season with his father, you know, thinking yeah, yeah, that his yeah. father was dead and all that. Well, no, he, he well, knew no, his father he, was alive. Yeah, he, he knew, knew him, and alive. then he killed his dad, which we got like a nice, like, reference to um, when he's getting those guns with Mary, or with Walker, and he's like... You know, I committed patricide. I know how to use a gun. And I was like, huh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so again, Ward's a really great character. And his his story, it, it's 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 not of, the best. It, it's, it's not the best. Especially no. with Joy. Joy was a garbage character this season. That's the, for season two. She was... She was okay just in season so one. so bad. Kind of kind of just being off to the side, like, doing whatever. I mean, she was fine. She didn't really have a purpose in season one, and now I think they're trying to forcibly give her a purpose in season two, and it just doesn't work. Like, her, her anger towards her brother is so ridiculous, and... And just the fact that she... I don't know, the, the fact of, yeah. of how she reacts to Ward, like, keeping this from her, and the fact that she won't talk to him ever again, and she's she's bent on, 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 she's determined to hurt him. Like, to yeah, hurt people because of... Because uh, of the secret that was kept from her. Like, she loved her dad so much, and then Ward was like, he's a monster, Joy. He's not our father. And then Joy's like, but he looks like our father. And it's like... No, Joy, he's not. He's a monster. <laughs> like, yeah, and the fact that she would go to great lengths to hurt basically her her family because of the secret is just ridiculous. And I feel like this is a total Yeah. a, a total ridiculous <laughs> aspect of her character that season. That didn't make any sense. I'm sorry. It yeah, just, she it was she was like the more um accepting one in the first season. Like Ward hated Danny and Joy was like, but Danny's our brother. And then like Truly, like, she completely changed in the second season, and she became really much more of a bitch. Like, truly. She yeah, just... just doing, doing everything wrong, and of course she figures out that she did the... She made the wrong dis- decisions by... By which was too late, where she got, like... She got really hurt by Davos. Like, she got thrown off of a of a balcony after she was oh, yeah. kind of... Tr- oh, yeah. Trying... She was trying to make she him... trying to fix her problem. She was trying to, like mend this because Davos took the power away from Danny and like really hurt Danny and she was pissed about that. <laughs> it's like, what do you expect, man? This guy's really intense. Yeah, you like you don't know what <laughs> Yeah. And, He's and the so fact, intense. 
Yeah, and the fact that she was trying to, like, rebrand him and make him seem, like, more approachable. Like, she was trying to, she was trying to make him, like, blackmail a lady by, like, by having sex with her. Like, it was yeah. crazy! Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah! He, yeah! And he, and he was so uncomfortable. He was like, no, I don't want to fucking do that. Like, jeez, let's just, <laughs> let's just, let's just kill her! Like, yeah, that's better, right? <laughs> like, God, that was horrible. That was like, so that stupid. Was his, that was his, his, uh, what is it? His solution to everything was just killing. Like, yeah. As, as, yeah. As, as long as their blood was running through the streets, they couldn't hurt anyone, and it was fine. He was really taking, like, a Punisher approach to this, like, in his... He, he was, um, but, yeah, he was... In, that was why he, 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 like, started that little army of punks um, to try and, like, clean the, the veins of the city, like to try and, like, stop all of the gangs, and he was like, I'm gonna be the leader, and I'm gonna, like, show everybody that we can live in harmony here, um, you know, without these, this violence, and it's like, you're, you're literally killing people to do that, like, you're not, you're not killing people who are bad like the Punisher does, you're just literally killing everyone, so I'm, like, I'm really confused what your, your motives are, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost interesting in a way, if you think about it, that, you know, uh, Danny was given the power of the Iron Fist to like protect Kun Lun, which of course he didn't do. He he followed yeah, the hand he's a back to New idiot. York. He fucking left, man. Like what? And so and so Davos's uh like reasoning is to come and try to just clean New York itself, a place that he has never lived and doesn't know anything about. He just I, like I, it's not great. It's not great. It's not a great storyline because again a lot of the, a lot of the characters aren't really they're not close enough to the things and they're not they don't get developed well enough and it's it it yeah. was interesting kind of seeing Davos and Danny's like backstory kind of in Kunlun kind of how they became to be and kind of how Davos like was being treated by his parents to mm-hmm. you know become the iron fist or else you're useless like basically yeah, yeah. being being forced totally. into that and the fact that he doesn't get it it's yeah. Uh, it's eating away at him, really, and he really has no purpose. So I guess he really just he just takes it too far and will get it at any cost. Yeah, and he keeps his, like, negativity. Like, even through the end, when Danny could have killed him, and he just, like, he's like, I still hate your guts, Danny. And Danny's like, dude, chill the fuck out. But that's the thing. Like, Danny, Danny constantly tries to take this... It's weird. He... He either wants to fix something with punching or or action, or he try or he. I, I feel like he chooses the wrong things for each situation. Like, hey, <laughs> let's 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 try and talk this out, bro. You know, like you know, we're cool. We're we're brothers. We're we we grew up together. Like we're cool. But then you know, with Davos, yeah. he's crazy. You just need you just needed to punch his face. You just needed to punch his face. Like I'm sorry, but and then. I don't know. I just feel like Danny makes the wrong decisions all the time. <laughs> the only good relationships we see in this entire show is the relationship that Misty has with Colleen and Danny because that is like the most solid. Like Misty is so we like happy and willing to like fudge the law just to like help her friends out basically, and it's like she's so chill and so cool in this season. Um. She's, yeah. like, got a lot more confidence from Luke Cage. So it's kind of, like, a nice... It's a nice transition of Misty, because she really tries to help out. 
Yeah, and, and we already saw Misty and Connie and Colleen together. I don't want to call them Colleen. Connie. No, I, keep, I keep calling her Connie. <laughs> and, Isn't her uh, name? No, her name is not Connie. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> Wait, is, is it? It's not. I don't know. It's not Connie. I don't it's care. Jessica Henwick. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> and because again, Con- <laughs> Colleen. Colleen and Misty have a way have way more chemistry than her and Danny. So it's just like, and yeah. wait, dude, we haven't even brought up Mary Walker. Yeah, I know. At I, all. I, when I, were we gonna I, get to this? Alice Eve, buddy. Yeah, I I really wanted to like the addition of Alice Eve, but again, with all these other characters just, like, running amok, she just, it also felt like she was just also running amok. Like, it yeah. just... Yeah. She had a backstory that did not get, like, out until, like, the the seventh or eighth episode. Yeah, and no, too late. Like, too late to where I didn't, I didn't care anymore. I didn't care anymore. Like, like yeah. at first she was kind of cool. You're like, hey, what's, what's this girl's deal? Why is she, like, really edgy and scary at one point but then like really weird and like friendly and another like she was just she was creepy on both sides both ways it just so it didn't matter stupid and, and and you know these notes that she keeps finding around her house like leaving notes for each other like it's it's very interesting she's a very interesting character and i i wanted her to be a good addition to this season which she might have been she might have slightly made the season a little bit more interesting and better because again davos was annoying as fuck danny was annoying as fuck yeah, I know. It's Ward, Ward, Misty, and maybe Mary Walker were like the only interesting and like salvageable parts of. Yeah, yeah, and and Mary Walker definitely like picks up in the later part of the season. The the last four episodes that I just watched, and I definitely enjoyed that transition and like using her, except for the very end when she like shows up at Joy's doorstep and Joy's like crippled, and. She's, like, trying to tell her that there's another side to her that um, is even more violent than Walker is, which is crazy. Um, And it's like, did we really need that? So I guess, like, she would be the villain in the second, in the third season, if there was a third season, you know? If if they had one. Right, but they got canceled and we cheered. Oh, oh, yeah. It was, because it was really weird... What was it? I think Iron Fist had kind of just been, or, or I had just finished watching it or something. It, it was so close when this all happened, when they all started getting canceled. I think, when did, uh, I think it was when Daredevil was released. Like, ev- like all of the notifications of the shows being canceled was, like, coming out. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, a week. Yeah, so close. So close to, to it all, just ending and <laughs> I just remember laughing like I just looked up uh, and my, my little Amazon told me and I was like ha like <laughs> I just uh, oh man best news I'd heard all day was, was, <laughs> was, was Iron Fist getting cancelled yeah. um, <clears throat> okay where are we at in the story I mean there's really nothing much left no, I mean, it's Ward, really not Ward knocks I, up I, that girl yeah, his uh, his sponsor or something, because he's going to, what, anger management or something, or Alcoholics Anonymous or something? He's going to I some type of therapy. I think it's AA, yeah. Yeah. Because he, he's so, like a user, so. Yeah, and 
like he's he's sleeping with his sponsor and we find out that she's pregnant and what is what does he say when she tells him does he do anything no he he hears it he hears hears it when she's (gasps) yeah when she's in like the group session and then he uh he hears it and then he doesn't uh, talk to her until the very last episode about it and you're like dude really and then she goes up to him and she and he's like i want to be a a father to this baby and she's like well i don't want you to be the father to this baby i'm have to do this by myself and he's like okay (laughs) that's what happens that's what happens yeah she doesn't like take him back or anything because he's like i don't i don't know who i am no no yeah because he's a mess yeah, he's, he's a total mess. And as much as I love Ward, no, no. <laughs> no, he's, he's not no. going to be a good... He's really... He needs to go find himself. So then he goes on a plane with Danny, and then they go to China or something, and uh, <laughs> they're trying to find um, the person who got a hold of the body of one of the Iron Fists. And yes. they're, they're trying to find that person, and then Danny somehow gets his... Like, he uses two guns that have the power of the fist in them or something at the very end. His Because his, his hands are the guts, right? And yeah, then like, it, he... And then he, like, shoots his yellow power, like, out of his fingers like a bullet. Yes, yeah, so he somehow gets his fist powers back because he... Well, in okay, both so hands. Da- in both hands. Davos, yes, in, in both hands, because he only he has now iron fists. Um, uh, Colleen was the one who took the Iron Fist from Davos, and she had a white fist, um, in that whole situation. That was all in the last episode, by the way. Um, Yeah, so now does Khan... God damn it. (laughs) We we found out that Colleen is a descendant from, like, the very first Iron Fist or something. That's right. She finds this, like, hairbrush or mirror or a, or a box or something. She finds it's something It's a box, at a... and then there's, a, there's a, like, a medallion on the box, and the other side of the medallion is the Iron Fist symbol. Yes, and it's it was at, like, a donation, and she, she was trying to find the person who donated it, and then she finds them, I guess. And, no, no, no. Yeah. She, she, doesn't, she doesn't find she them. Doesn't she find finds them. the person who got through the box was donated to, which is this older... Because she knows it was her mother's box. Oh. Um, and she does not want to talk to her mom at all because she was like abandoned or something. So she like uh-huh. does not want to open that can of worms. And Misty finds the guy who um, owned the box like from the mom. And the mom told him the story about this pirate princess. And then Danny doesn't doesn't bring it up until later that that was a story he heard in Kunlun. And Colleen is is like a descendant of the very first Iron Fist. So at the end of the season, she still has it, right? She has the yeah, white fist? Yeah, she has the white fist, yes. She's she's the new Iron Fist of New York City, and so she's the one who's who's the hero. Because Danny doesn't think he's good enough to have the Iron Fist, and he's definitely not. He's the worst. <laughs> you, you said that so quickly and matter-of-fact that it, I can't even disagree with you because it's completely and utterly true. <laughs> um, so yeah, Danny, Danny gives it to, to Colleen because he's like, I, I don't deserve it because he doesn't. And, but, but then he's, he's able to like re, like reemerge it in himself. Like he, like he never actually didn't have it. He just thought he didn't have it. And then he has it in both hands. Is that I, it? Emily, I guess. Is that what I happened? don't really care. I don't fucking care. <laughs> 
And with that, ends, <laughs> we're gonna move on. Ends Iron Fist season two, World the Western. Fucking, I don't fucking care. All right, Daredevil season three. Here we go. Um. All right. Oh, I I was. I was like, trying to think back of what Daredevil season three was even about, and you know what? A I just great saw, season. I just saw this. I just saw a picture, and I'm like, "Yep, this is exactly what happens." All right, it's a great season. It's it's way better than season two. Yeah, honestly, seasons one and and three could just be, could just be, and yeah, and and just stay. screw Electra. I hated stay. her. Oh my! I wanted to like Electra, but no, she's just again. No, she, she was, was bad. She was a part of the hand, and that was not handled well. So, season three, we've got my main man, uh, uh, shit, uh, Wilson, <laughs> Wilson Fisk, who's still in jail. Yes, who is still in jail by the time season three starts, and. Mm-hmm. And how does he, how does he get them to put, to put him in that hotel? Like, was there a threat on his life? He fakes a threat on his life or something? So, uh, the best character ever, um, uh, what's his name? God, what's his name? The, the the new character that we get in this, um. Uh, Poindexter? Not Poindexter, uh. New character? uh, What did you say? Yes, uh, Nadim. Ray Nadim, Agent Nadim. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. That guy. Yes. Oh my god. So great introduction to the cast. Like so seamless. And same thing with Dex, who just it felt like they were such good additions to the story, and it made like Nadim into a real protagonist for the show. And um, you were like rooting for him like, throughout the whole show. So he gets Wilson out of jail because Wilson starts telling him things like, well, I know I have information about this person, this person, this person. So he has, I mean, the, all of the information about the, the big, the big like, bad baddies in the city. Um, and yes. so he's talking to the Deem about it. And yes. I think what, what makes him, like, want to do that suddenly is... Um, Fisk basically pretends like somebody has, he pays somebody to try and hurt, like, murder him in yes, jail. in jail. Yes, yes. And so Nadim's like, well, we gotta get him, uh, somewhere safe. And then they basically give him this penthouse at the top of, like, a hotel, um, and get him everything he wants. But it does turn out that the police is mostly corrupt and under the wing of Wilson Fisk. So a lot of the people in in there end up, um, like, turning on the ones who didn't know, and it's, it's basically, like, the police is, like, completely corrupted. Yeah, which is, again, a very great uh, story to go off of, because I believe a lot of that is in is in the first season of Daredevil, which is just where it got its roots of, you know, these these lawyers trying to fight corruption and, and Matt trying to like, oh my God, there's this like picture Matt, on Matt's IMDb. story. <laughs> What's the picture? There, it is terrifying. It's, it's like, you know, those like stupid side articles that are on IMDb to the side. Oh, and on the side. Yes. 
Is it the theories that make these horror stories even scarier? No, it's 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 like a picture of a of a I don't even know what this guy is, but he's got like face paint on and he's got like prosthetics on his eyebrows and it looks like he looks like a weird like rainbow monkey. And <laughs> Oh my god, I hate and those clickbait articles. And it says Marvel fans who sadly took their fandom to epic extremes. So maybe this guy was like I don't know. He 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 might have a tattoo on his face. He might be trying to look like something from Marvel. Oh, I have God. no idea. But he's terrifying. And I'm like staring at him. I'm just gonna scroll down because I can't look. Why at don't that. you no, refresh the page? It'll go away. Okay. 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 Um, so Matt is uh, fresh out of the the ground um, from his a building falling on him. Um, right. And yes. <laughs> Yes, the building falling on him. Let's not forget Daredevil himself. Um, He literally is having a crisis of faith, I would say, in himself. Um, Hence, uh, going to church. Uh, And basically, he's, like, revived by the nuns and the um, The uh, priests who helped him when he was first uh, hurt as a child, when his, like, father died i guess in that boxing tournament i guess he just then he went to the the church because he was an orphan after that yes yes which i um, believe there there was like a there were other kids there too right there was was it yeah it's an orphanage was it like an orphanage okay and so you know he's talking to the priest and to the nun a lot in the first part and they they both know about him and they know like what he does mm-hmm. and He's like he's he's a little shaken up. He can't really he can't really sense anything. He's like his like his yeah. like, equilibrium is like all off. Yeah, and he can't like get himself in a space. He's just completely he's messed up. Like his ear, like is he's like deaf in one ear or something. Yeah, like this the scene where he's like cl- where he's like doing the neti pot and like clearing out his sinuses was fucking <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah, like where he's just. He's just pouring this neti pot, like, in his nose, and yeah. then he just, like, starts coughing up blood, and it's just, yeah. and it was, it was so amazing, like, God, yeah. the, the gore in Daredevil is so good, like, it's just, <sighs> and Punisher, like, the best gore, like, like, Tarantino gore good, like, yeah. it's, yeah. It's super well done and well put together, but like, damn, like I remember, I'm that was that's like such a lasting scene that I just will never forget. Like, just the fucking neti pot, <laughs> like what what you don't want to come out of your face when you're neti potting. I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so he spends about half the season down in this like, uh, like cellar underneath the church, not doing anything. Like he's so. Um, He's kind of lame in this season. Like, he's, yeah, he's really depressed. Everybody who else is doing the work is uh, uh, Karen, and she's got her own story and her own backstory. Like, there's an entire episode dedicated to Darren, dedicated to Karen uh, in this season. Right, that's right, with, like, her her boyfriend and her brother or something. Yeah, like, her brother gets killed because they're driving away from her abusive boyfriend, and she crashes the car and her brother dies. And, uh, then her, her dad, like, kicks her out, basically. Yeah, and he, like, does not forgive her. Like, he, he thinks no. that she, that she did it. 
Yeah, so, which was like, very interesting. A little out of shocking, place, but, you know. Shocking backstory for Karen, yes. Not to yeah. mention she already went through the death of her boyfriend in the first season. That's right. They really, they really passed over that very quickly. I mean, she, like, like when it happened, she was very distraught, but she, she, like, quickly, she quickly jumps out of it, really. I mean, um, so I, I, I almost always forget that she, that she had a, she, she was a like, relationship try, that, yeah. yeah, she, like, got accused of murder, like, that was, that was, that was like, a lot start. of the first season, yeah, and that's why she became part of, like, Nelson and Murdoch, too. Yeah, and so you see her, um, working a lot as a journalist, um, and they, they, they still think that Matt's dead, her and Foggy do, and I think yeah. Foggy finds out he's back before Karen does, right? Yeah, he does, Or yeah. something? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, he's, uh, he's... Matt, like, shows himself to Foggy, I believe. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not sure what he's trying. To, I mean, I I think he hears that that Fisk is is out of jail and he knows that this is bad, so he's kind of trying to do stuff behind the scenes a lot, like back in his um mm-hmm. his black his black suit because his other one got destroyed. Yeah, and um and I yeah I remember the first half of the season being a little bit slow, but then it picked up a mm-hmm. lot, like fast. definitely, yeah. Like I don't even it know does. Like, what by episode like five or something it like picks up and it doesn't stop there's that amazing amazing scene um where they get wilson fisk they're like driving him out of the um the jail the jail and it's from his point of view and the entire uh scene is from inside the car where wilson fisk is and the car ends up flipping and like and all a whole the people shootout get shot. between the yeah, so who? But it's who all from Wilson's it? perspective, and it yes. is like amazing. Like it is such a good scene. It's this, so frightening yeah. and scary, and you're like, oh my god! Like you know, who are these people trying to kill him? Like what's going on? Um, what's yeah, up with was that? It, was it just like people who didn't want him to? Like it, it was just it was just bad people who like it. It was the people who he basically uh. Uh, threw under the bus, right? Wasn't it them trying yeah. to come in? And then I think Poindexter, it was, like, the like, Russians or something. Yeah, it was, like, the Russians yeah. or something. Like, some gang. And Point Dexter literally kills all of them because um, Dex is part of the police. Um, yeah. And what was... That, what was crazy. I mean, we knew that as a kid he always had great aim, but, like, what... Uh, he was just... He he was never put through any like military, right? He was just he just grew up and then he just joined the police or something or special forces or something. I think he's Isn't like it? in special forces, but like his background, I think it was military. Um, but we didn't really get to see that in his flashbacks. We just saw like we saw Him flashbacks a as a kid, like, but only like scenes, like small scenes, like him playing baseball, but like it was still in Wilson Fisk's like. It was set in the in the house, but like, it yeah, was as, kind as if of like Wilson a... was like looking over this flashback because mm-hmm. like, he, he was, was listening to Dex's um, therapy. That's right. Tapes. He got a hold of his therapy. Yeah. Ugh. Dex, yeah, like Dex was always really violent. Like he killed someone with a baseball when he was a kid. I think like he killed his 
like another kid or his his baseball uh, coach or something because yeah, he hit something. him right. Um, and then they have to like talk to him, and then his therapist ends up dying of cancer. So right. that he doesn't Who have he anyone. very attached to, yeah, which he, he really, he needs a companion to talk yeah, to. Yeah, and that's why he to... gets so attached to that other girl who... Yeah, that he worked with at the volunteer agency or something or company. Yeah, at the uh, 911 operator, or the, no, the suicide hotline. Oh, that's right, and then when he would answer the phone, he would, he, he would like kind of tell the people to commit suicide, right? No, I don't think so. There was. I don't think so. No, was there, there was one a part scene. he did that. I remember there was a scene. He was talking to someone, and he was said he was like, he was being very deranged. He was like, you know how oh. how would how would you do it? Do you have a gun? That'd be the right. easiest way. And then and then the girl yeah. walks past, and he's and he like goes back to normal. Like he, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. Just yeah. what a very a complex character. I'd say he was. <sighs> yeah. Jeez, and then and then the fact that. Fisk is just such a great center point to this. I love how Wilson was like in the center and he was just like, yeah. he, he was just watching everyone swarm around him like flies. Ugh, like it was, I know. And, how, and how he would just, he would just grab people and like manipulate them the entire season. Oh, he's so, he's so fantastic. Oh I my know. Gosh. He's so great. Like he's Vincent so D'Onofrio is so oh, good. Man. Oh, he's my <sighs> favorite. He is my favorite. Yeah. He was the best. Um, it was, yeah, that was really good. I like, I I did love it. I love that they had Nadim as like the, the good guy who basically made too many mistakes and and died in the end. Um, it just like basically to save his family. It, it's like so sad. Yeah. Uh, and Wilson? we uh, we also yeah Wilson like yeah, or yeah. no, Nadim like Nadim's oh agent yeah, Nadim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, the corruption comes into play and, you know, there's people working for Fisk and people who are, and people who Fisk is just blackmailing mm-hmm. and, and yeah, yeah like watching, he blackmails watching everyone. Nadim, yeah. And watching Nadim like kind of flail around a lot, like trying to figure out who's, who's dirty and who's not like it's, yeah, it, he was such a great character and, and we actually, we, uh, I, I I'm pretty sure we talked about this in, um, in our New York Comic Con podcast, but it's mm, it's yeah. interesting now after actually seeing him in person, he like looked so aged in the show. I I think oh, I was yeah. talking about <laughs> yeah, like, yeah definitely like he looked so young like I, at the panel <laughs> with his but leather they, jacket and stuff yeah and looking like super suave and like super handsome and then like yeah. he was so very handsome and de- daredevil like don't get me wrong but he definitely looked like a dad like oh yeah oh yeah. And it was crazy. Yeah. We're like, we're like, did he did he look like this when we saw him at the panel? And yeah, we're like, I know. probably not. It's probably just it's probably just makeup. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he... But yeah, he was a super great character. I yeah. What what else happened in this? Uh, we do find out that Daredevil's mom uh, was the nun. Um, right. That like was like seventeen when she had him uh, with his father. And she, like, left the nunnery to be with him and then, like, went back because she had really bad postpartum depression. And that was oh, the... Oh, right. You, you know? And it was like, yeah. oh, my God, that's terrible. Like, 
ah, you know, like she, she was like really, really, really bad. And so she had to go back to the church. Um, and they never really explain it to him, which is kind of sad. Like she should explain, I had really bad depression, you know? Yeah, no, they just like came in and like took her and then like left the child. And then, and, and he was like, he's like, what's happening? And then he just, he's just left with a, with little baby Matt. I mean. But they didn't even like explain it to Matt. Like she was just like, I had to leave. And it's like, why? Like you didn't explain yourself. Like it's sad that you had to leave, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it was, it was a very interesting uh, part of the story and, and really could have been, could have been, which I don't know if that was just like a character choice decision, like for them to just not really communicate, but probably would have been dealt with a lot better if they had just communicated. <laughs> that's uh that's everything basically. Um, All right. But yeah, so, watching, but what's, what's you know, happening? huh? What's happening with like Karen and, and Foggy in this season? I like they're Foggy's got his family to look out for and they're involved uh, with Fisk that's as well. Right. They took a loan from a loan. They shark, took a loan. Right? Yeah. From a loan shark. And that it ends up being a loan that um, Fisk kind of is, is, he has something Owns. to do with it because he's yeah. yeah um and so they're threatening foggy's family and foggy's running for that position against uh that guy like to be the the governor or some kind of high-ranking official in new york and right. um right, right, right. he's he's trying to beat out the guy who isn't openly opposing wilson fisk so he's like i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get all of the policemen on my side to oppose Wilson Fisk, although not corrupt ones, I guess. Um, and so he goes public with it, and then his girlfriend is there, and she's like, you know, you're going to be okay, Foggy. You're going to be able to do this. And Foggy, like, gets beat up at one point. Um, he has it. He, he has a rough season. Yeah, and then the scene with his girlfriend where he kind of, like, proposes to her, and she's like, she's like, yeah. oh, you're, you're like, super desperate right now. You think you're going to die. You, like, you're like, let's, yeah, no. Let's not, we're do, let's this. not do this right now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do this right, and you're going to do this when everything's better. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I love her. She seems like a really bad character, like, in the first season of Daredevil, but she she's really great, and I really like her and I, Foggy together. Yeah, me too. I really like her. Yeah, they're they're a really great couple. Um, mm-hmm. And then when then what's Karen doing? I know she's like doing a lot of stuff with the with the newspaper, right, or something. Yeah, she's looking into. She's she mostly doing? looking into stuff about the uh, about Daredevil. I think she's like looking into the case, and he's like, "You can't look into the case." Like her boss is like, "Stop." doing things with this case and she can't stop it like she really has to try and find out well yeah because poindexter is like posing as daredevil a lot in this season and so they're like trying to trying to prove that this isn't in fact daredevil and that they like mm-hmm. know they like yeah know that it's not by not and at, at one point they get somebody who can tell the truth and then poindexter comes in and kills them right remember yeah. it's like the the boy or some like the crackhead dude or whatever oh yeah what what was his story why was he 
think he was like, uh, I, I can't remember, but there was a witness situation. Yeah. And there's yeah. also a witness in that scene where uh, Matt goes to the jail and has that awesome fight scene. Yeah, he's trying to... Trying to get one of his buddies to come in as a as a witness or something. And they... All of the, like, uh, inmates turn on him. And he basically has to get out, so it's, like, that one-shot action sequence that we get, um, the, like, famous action sequences from Daredevil. Yes, at, yeah, as Matt, he's, he's going as, he's just he actually to steals Foggy's ID, yeah. Yes. Pretends he's to, Foggy. To try and get some info from one of, like, either one of the inmates or one of the jailers or something. The inmates, right? One of the inmates? Yeah, like, it was, like, an inmate that he had helped previously with a case or something, yeah, and then, um, and then the doctor, like, wants to yeah. look at, or no, he, he gets into a tussle, and then the doctor brings him into, like, the room, and then they're they're gonna try to sedate him, and then he has to basically yeah. get out of there. F- there were fight some great, his way out. There yeah. were some great fight scenes. I mean, the one at the at the New York Bulletin or something with Poindexter oh, yeah. dressed as Daredevil yeah. was really good. And, and he the, uh, beats his ass, too. Like, Point Dester is amazing, because he throws things, and he can, like, ricochet stuff off, and, like, it's really hard for Matt to to see that. To see that coming, yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, he's blind. And, well, uh, yeah, and it's really and, hard and, for and him and to, he, like, hear the fast-moving things. Yeah, he can't hear it either, so it's, like, it's, it's like, all messed up. And... Uh, I remember the parking lot scene, the parking lot fight scene being really good, where he's just like snooping around, like the, the one that we saw at uh, at New York Comic Con, the little, uh, the little, uh, the whatever skit, uh, what scene, the little scene that they showed us. Yeah, well, they showed the one that, that I talked about, the like in the in the car, that one. I think they what, showed what a, other one. I think they showed a little bit of that. There was one where he was. Where I think they were saying that Charlie did all of his own stunts, and it was it was one shot. It was one shot where they were like in the mm. parking lot and mm-hmm. in in the parking structure, and he was like going around like taking people. Down. Oh yes, taking out taking out the police, right? Because yes. he that's that's in the parking structure of the hotel, and that's when he tries to go up and get like get Fisk himself. Um, yeah, yeah, that that was a good one. Yeah, definitely, definitely good. Um, and also, like, Fisk is just trying to get um, his wife back, or his girlfriend back, Vanessa. He's, like, obsessed yeah, she's with like Vanessa. Over, she's overseas or something. Yeah, and she to, comes back, and she's, her. like, way more scary than I remember her being. Like, she's, like, she's, like, calling to, for people to kill and, and everything. It was crazy. Yeah, because uh, in the first season... You know, Fisk is really trying to keep her in the dark, and he doesn't want her to be a part of all this. But you know, the fact that that he has to keep secrets from her is like killing her. So she she's like, "You need to, you need to just be upfront with me and let me know what's happening, because I'll I'll love you either way." Like it's, I I like them together. I definitely think she's she's just as crazy as Wilson is, and uh, they deserve oh, each yeah. other. <laughs> They really do. They deserve each other. They're both, uh, they're both pretty crazy. Um, and then the, the ending with, like, their wedding, and then... Oh, and... yeah, the fucking wedding! 
And then Daredevil, like, crashes it and, like, kills yeah. him right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, he, he no, they go upstairs. They, like, go, they yeah. keep, like, yeah, yeah. And then they have, like, up, a fight. Up in, in his, up in his penthouse, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. My gosh. It was, it was fantastic. This, you know, no, no, no. Season... The thing is, oh, it's great what? because, honestly, the, the great thing about the season is literally up until the very end, you're thinking that Wilson Fisk is going to win. Like, the odds of him winning, it's like he had everyone backing him up. So much power. And who's on the other side? We got Foggy and Karen and Matt. And that's like it, you know? And so it's like, and Nadine's there, but, you know, he can't do it because he's on the inside. So it, it definitely is like... It goes so far and beyond, like, how are they going to get this? How are they going to to defeat him? Because he's, he's like a spider, and he, his web is huge. Yeah, so all in all, with that with that crazy wedding scene at the end and the really great finale, uh, Daredevil's a super great character, and and we've, we've had some, we've had such a wonderful time being able to, to watch his series on Netflix. Yeah. We'll miss you. We'll miss you, Maddie. I love you. And Foggy, we'll miss you too. Miss you too, Foggy. Foggy's my fave character. Foggy's pretty fantastic. All right, so now we've got to finish, to finish our our Defenders sandwich, Defenders Part Two sandwich. We've got Punisher season Season two. two. We started off this episode. Seems like eons ago. With, I'm with, real Punisher, tired. with Punisher season one, I'm slowly dying because I really need to eat dinner. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, this is sorry. what's happening right now. Yeah, I am so hungry right now. I might die. Um, but but you know what? I'm I'm just so... gonna use this. I'm gonna use this frustration to fuel me into Punisher season two, which okay. I I never thought that I I could I could with with with. With season one being so fantastic, I never thought I could hate something just as much as Iron Fist. Oh, come on. It's not as bad as Iron Fist. I hated it. I hated every second of it, <sighs> Alessandra. I'm sorry, but I, I hated it. I hated every second. Yeah, the beginning was not strong. The first episode was it's the terrible. best. terrible. <laughs> I and, think it was so bad. And it was bad. It was bad. But, but it was the best out of the rest of the season. I thought the last episode was pretty good. I, maybe. Maybe. But by then I was so fed up that I just didn't yeah. want to continue. I had to, like, literally binge the the last, like, the end of the season. Um, I, I took a break as well in, in midway through the season because I was just like, I could not stand this girl. Uh, but then she, she kind of grew on me, but she's still a bad actress. No, she never grew on me. I hated her. I still hate her. <laughs> So we start off with like uh, uh, Frank is like driving a truck or something, and yeah, <laughs> he's like at this random bar and he meets this hot bartender who we met by the way uh, because she is yeah. in <laughs> she is in that show uh, Man in the High Man Castle. in the High Castle. Whoa, we said that at the, end I, of the same time. No, we actually didn't because. Uh, well, there's a delay, and and you said it after me. Really? Because I, from my for you, end, it, it from it my sounded end, like we said it at the exact same time. 
Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, yeah. So he meets her, and then they have like a very sweet night together. And um, then the like the girls in the bar, and then he sees her, and then there's like a a tussle the, in the bar, and the they go after comes the girl in and fucks everything up. Oh you yeah, know what? she's the worst. I would have loved this entire season to just be. To just be Frank playing house with with hot bartender girl and buying buying her son pancakes. You know what, Emily? You know that's what? not a story. That is not you know a what? story. I would have taken anything other than what they gave me. It's not a strong plot. It's really not. So basically, we've got um, that whole situation with like the girl, which we don't find out what's going on with her until like the very end. Like why people want her so badly. Um, Apparently, she had been running around with some teenagers that were taking blackmail photos or something, and so yeah, she has have families, right? So they just like yeah, they for were this, like for this person mm-hmm. who gave them shelter and food and a family, technically. Yeah, and then in return, they would do they would do odd bad jobs, basically. Yeah. And uh, get themselves into a lot of trouble. And so that's why these people are after her. And um, Frank, of course, has to go and, like, murder them all. Because he's, uh... What was up with these people being super-powered? Like, why were they so, um... They just seemed like they had powers. Like, they were, like, really, really strong. What, like the Russians or something? Yeah! Um... I mean, yeah, they were pretty. They're pretty muscly, like a, like all, like the part where they're going to the gym. Whatever. So, <laughs> 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 this sure. whole situation with like these other people, they get they get chased. They they stay at this motel. They like the girl has to like sew up Frank, and then Frank doesn't let her talk, and then they the police take them in, and then the Russians go and take over the police station, and it's, it's a whole fucking mess. It, it just, it's not, it doesn't make sense, because you don't know what they're fighting for. Um, yeah. Finally, Madani comes and saves them, and is like, Frank, you gotta come back to the city. Um, I do not trust Billy, even though he doesn't remember anything, he's lying. Yeah, so Madani spends a lot of the season kind of obsessing over Billy and, I mean, eventually being right, but, you know, she's, she's like, she's instigating him to... Oh, yeah! She's instigating him to no end. She's making him worse! Yes! Yeah. She makes him worse. Because she wants revenge, and that's it. That's all she cares about, and she's... And I, I feel like she definitely pushes him to this to this end where he's like trying to think of what he did that was wrong and he really doesn't remember and she just is mm-hmm. adamant that She's, he's lying and is constantly yeah. telling him to his face that he's a liar and a killer and yeah. a horrible monster. And so that he and, becomes what she tells him to become, basically. Um, with yeah, the help seeing, of his terrible therapist. Yes, this therapist is the absolute worst, and she <laughs> should just lose her job. And she just... was like actual Harley Quinn, like truly. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow! But like, definitely not as good of a Harley Quinn as like Harley Quinn. Oh. She gets serious, like. 
like, she's psychotic. Like, she literally starts, she thinks that Billy is her, like, true love, basically, when he's yeah. definitely not. <laughs> and what was her, so, so she just, she just was dealing from, like, shock for a majority of her life because she fell out of a window. Like, her and, father, like, and her jumped father out of the window her with her. Or something. Like, her father took her and jumped out of a window with her. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like, he he was crazy, so he jumped out of, like, he, he was having a fight with her mother and said, if you can't have her, no one can. So he took her, his daughter, like, and jumped out the window. So they both crashed to the ground and he died. So he was probably expecting for both of them to die, but then, but then he, he only died. Interesting. Yes. I do not so remember that, was that her, happening. Yeah, that was her backstory. Um, but it, this season was way too long. The the whole thing with Pilgrim was, like, way too slow moving. He was clearly an assassin. We got some scenes with him. Um, Madani's on this weird, crazy hunt. For some reason, Frank is, like, trying to, like, defeat Billy, but also get to the bottom of what's going on with this girl. And then Curtis is involved. And that's yeah, it. Every, that's everyone the show. Seemed, everyone <laughs> seemed so obsessed with this girl, and I could not understand why. I mean, yes, you find out later that, that they, that all of her friends had, like, blackmail photos of a bunch of people, but still, I was like, why? Why her? Like, I just, I could not stand her from the beginning. She was a horrible actress, and I... <laughs> Probably couldn't get over that because I definitely didn't, and I will fight for it till the end. That she was just a terrible actress, and I could not get over it. But also her connection with Frank, like them, them trying to connect them. I mean, yes, Frank was trying to help her because he was trying to do the right thing, and then in the end, he would he would get some baddies to kill because you know he's. We find out like kind of how truly psychotic Frank is, and how he's only happy when he's killing. And, and so he helps people for really his own murderous gain where, you know, he tells himself that he's doing good by killing these bad people, but he's still getting a thrill out of it. And, um, but again, they kept really trying to throw these two people together. And this girl was just so not believable that I just, I could, I couldn't take anything she said seriously. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. She she was like what's supposed to be like like a like a daughter to him almost. Like they were trying to form that kind of connection and it just was not yeah. happening. It just they tried like way too hard. They pushed it way too much and you know, he like teaches her how to shoot a gun and at one point like they're having a fight and she shoots someone and then she's like really scared and then he's just like, It's okay, everything's fine, you know, like it just was it just was long and drawn out. That's why I had to put it in two separate parts of me watching the show. Because, like, I just, I got really bored for the first half. And I was like, there's nothing happening. Yeah, Madani's just I, annoying. And I just pushed through just, just to get it over with. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it anymore. And, and then, yeah, bringing, bringing up, uh, he said his, his villain name is Pilgrim. That's his name? Yeah, the, the guy who was... Um, like, in the hat with the suspenders, like, the, the, the priest guy. Yeah. So, and, and 
his story never really got cleared up. He like worked for he worked for that guy who who plays the dad in Psych. Yeah. <laughs> and I could not get over that. And uh, oh, the one scene that I, that I do remember that was pretty good was when um what was it? Oh, the 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 dad from Psych, his wife was like on the phone talking to a, I think his name was John. Was that his name? Mm-hmm. Pilgrim. Yeah. And, yeah. And like and like she's getting so angry at him that like this vein. The just vein. Like pops, pops no, that was like in person. Head. She like comes in person. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. And, yeah, the vein was really scary. I honestly that that lady I could I could care less about her character and what the hell she was doing there because again everyone I I couldn't figure out the purpose of anyone in this season especially mm-hmm. like like even Frank and Billy I kind of wanted this to just be like a standoff between Frank and Billy and it was barely even that barely yeah uh, but this but this lady this one scene with this lady was pretty phenomenal with this vein poking out of her head. She was scary and she was oh, pretty yeah. great. She was she was really scary. I mean, scarier even than Corbin Burson, who was her her husband. Um so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we knew that uh the kid had some some blackmail photos of the guy's son and so that's kind of why he had put Jonathan ag- out together and I guess he called in when he didn't really have like I guess he'd cut ties because he used to be like with the Russians or something and he cut ties with them or something and so mm-hmm. he needed to call back to old contacts in order to kill Frank and kill the girl and and kill everyone involved and just cover it all up but it just just became a but mess it backfired on him because like he had um he had like been bad like he had betrayed them at one point and like gone to jail and they were like well we took that personally and so we're going to kill you and then he ended up killing everyone yeah yeah and he got beat up so badly like him and Frank literally should have looked like purple potatoes at the end of, like, all of this crap, but they didn't at all. Um, they just looked a little bit beat up. Yeah, they should have had, like, so much more bruising and so much more everything. And I, Seriously, uh, it's completely unrealistic. And another thing I didn't like about this season of Punisher was that, uh, Karen was barely in it, and they, yeah. they barely had a moment. At all. They threw her in there. They, you know, I think to myself, at least you can redeem yourself with a kiss, but no. They get fucking cock-blocked by the girl. Who, who again, I will repeat, is the, is literally the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Literally? Is literally the worst. Um, I would just like to say a little, like, blurb, kind of funny little trivia from the very first season. The, um, Gleiberman's, Gleiberman, uh, what was his name? Lieberman. Lieberman, Lieberman. (laughs) Lieberman's wife in that, um, she's an actress named Jamie Ray Newman, and she won an Academy Award this year for, uh, her and her husband made a live-action short film, and they they won the Oscar. Yeah. That's right! I, I saw, saw her, her on stage. I was, like, I was like, hey! Hey! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh that's it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she was she was really good in that. I liked her a lot. I liked I liked her and Lieberman. They were cute. Yeah. Um, again, 
a lot better formed relationships than every single relationship in this damn season two of Punisher. I, I mean, I really don't know where else I can bash this. I know. I just, it's, it's too, I'm just so I thought exhausted. It was, I thought it was excessive. There was, a, like, excessive violence in this one, too. Like, just way over the top. Didn't need it. Like, you could have said that about the first season, but truly, with Billy killing all those people in this season, and it was just too much. Yeah, it's just, it was too much. None of it made sense. These characters, I could care less about all of them. And and even Frank, I'm sorry, but I, I was even not caring about Frank. I could, yeah, could, there was, there was, I'm sorry, no redeeming quality of season two, I think. Except for the latest vein <laughs> popping. That was it. <laughs> I still think it's better than Iron Fist. Like, Iron Fist is just, just horrendous. The acting in Arvis is just, just so bad. I, I can't. I'm not. I'm not putting it. I it's okay. So yeah. The bad. acting. The acting in this is a lot better. The writing in Iron Fist, like literally, the just everything. The way that they they. But go the writing a in scene. this was bad too. The writing was almost yeah. just as bad as Iron Fist. God. What what two ones to end this this saga of pretty all right netflix shows with I, i'm sad about it i also i, also I ended on stand... iron fist emily iron fist i also couldn't stand like this this mask that billy had to wear like it was a very cool mask but like but uh ben barnes is like so good with his like showing his emotions and and, yeah. and acting acting with his face yeah, that yeah, the yeah. fact yeah. That the fact that they covered it and he had to yell like angry things through this thing, I couldn't. He sounded like he was mumbling. I was like, I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Like I was like, what? And and oh my god, this season, this, murderer this says scene, what? This scene that happened in like a couple a couple episodes in after Billy escapes from the hospital. Yeah, I was so angry at that I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Let's see. It was like right when he. Right when he escapes the the hospital, he's like kind of running through the streets, and he runs into this like punk guy, yeah, who who like for no reason is like harassing him, and and like <laughs> is on the bus, and the guy like yeah I don't yeah, know, yeah it just it felt very childish and like and like a common bully on a high school bus like I'm like I'm like you're you're grown ass adults <laughs> and you're out you're out in the city. You're an adult. You're not on a school bus. Why are you like he's like he's like, "Hey, hey guy, what happened to your face?" And he's like he's like slapping him. And I'm like, "What? Like who would do this?" Like, I know. I know. Like, it's bad. Like only something in a horribly written show. I'm 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 so tired and I'm so hungry. I like don't know. What I'm to do. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, everybody, we're done now. Okay? We don't wanna, ever have to talk cry. about these. I just these want to cry. I just want to cry. I'm also really tired because it's 11.30 over here. Okay. Listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We'd really, really appreciate it. Also, you can find us on Facebook. Just search All by the Popcorn. Please leave us notes on there. We would love some comments and interactions from you all. We also have an Instagram. The handle is at All by the Popcorn Podcast and a Twitter at By the Popcorn. You can also email us at 
allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. Both are fine. We would love to hear from you. And um, thanks for listening to this long-ass podcast. I know we haven't had a lot of those recently, and I'm really delirious. If you made it through this entire podcast, kudos to you. And my stomach just growled so loud. I hope that I hope you were able to hear it. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Okay. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 